episode one of our yet unnamed podcast. My name is Mac. And my name is Sean. Uh, tonight we will be reviewing what we call the we like to call the boy from hell. Yeah, very few people actually call it the boy from hell. Most uh, people call it hell boy. Yeah, Ron Perlman didn't show up for this movie. Yeah. So let's just uh, get it. So the boy from hell, or in Japanese we call it Jigoku Kozu. It's a 2004 Japanese horror film directed by gonna mangle, tangle, and strangle <laughs> these names. I'm gonna give them the people's elbow right now. Directed by <laughs> Mirai Yamamoto, starring Mirai Yamamoto. No relation. Mitsuro Akaboshi, Baku Numata, Hanai Shoji, Shota Samatani, and Kanji Suda. We don't know who most of those people are, by the way. We'll get into that later. Yeah, and I doubt uh, that you guys would either. Yeah, I mean, prove, prove us wrong. Write <laughs> yeah, in. Write us in. Email, send us a telegram. <laughs> send me a kiss by wire. Yeah. Baby, my heart's on fire. Send, uh, send me a love letter from your heart. Yes. <laughs> Straight from your heart. Pull it from your gun, bitches. <laughs> you fucks. <laughs> Fucking fuckers. So, yeah, the history do of a, this movie that's brief. Synopsis for Shit. Yeah, how about a plot synopsis? Yeah, I guess. Boy from Hell. It's a story about a mysterious old woman that appears before Setsu, who has recently lost her only child in a tragic accident. She says that she, says that she can bring Setsu's son back. Setsu's... Damn, I'm an awful fucking public speaker. <laughs> Especially when there's no public. Yeah, oh my god, I'm nervous as hell. Alright. Just gotta drink more, bro. Fucking, yeah, it's uh, liquid courage. I'll fix it. Fixes <laughs> all exactly. my problems. She says she can bring uh, Setsu's son, Dio, back to life. After agreeing to the sinister proposal, Dio returns to his mother. But to Setsu's horror, he is half decomposed and inhuman. To make his human... <laughs> to make him human again... He needs fresh human organs. Satsuma does everything she can to reincarnate her son, but Dio just turns into a different kind of monster. No one can stop him as he continues to feed his hunger, claiming victim after victim. So, some of that's accurate. I didn't write this. We're not going to write any of these, because um, we're going to let... Screw we're going to let IMDB do the... We'll the people do the talking. Right, quite frankly, the people's champions. <laughs> and uh, so let's, let's get in the history, the brief, and I do mean brief, Kevin. <laughs> Uh, history <laughs> history of this movie. So, The Boy from Hell was part of a six-part anthology horror series of theatrically released films based off the work of Japanese horror manga writer Hideshi fuck Hideshi Hino <laughs> called Hideshi Hino's Theater of Horror, also known as Kaiku Gekiju Hexology dot hack sign, which came to <laughs> Japanese theaters. On October 3rd, 2004, they were re- released in North America in 2006. This movie is not rated on Rotten Tomatoes because no one apparently has ever reviewed it. <laughs> no one. Besides us. Yeah, no one cares uh, about this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sad. But yeah, on IMDb gets a, a 5.3. On Rotten Tomatoes, the audience rating gives it a 3.5 out of 5, so not bad. That's pretty good. Rate Your Music, which... If you don't know that website, they also do movies. Do that on the side. They give it a 2.78 out of 5. Oh. Uh, five people have rated that movie on that site. Two of them are in this room right now. Uh, Wait, what? who are you talking about? Is that us? Well, I don't want to spoil it. Oh, spoiler alert, <laughs> oh, by the shit. way. And I did actually change my review after watching this movie again recently. My rating. I'm not going to say if it went up or down yet. 
We'll find out what happens. What is our history with this movie? Hmm. Well, uh, we have a checkered past. A deep, checkered seedy, past. dark checkered past Gross, of this movie. Grizzly. We stole it from an old gypsy woman who eventually cursed us, and now we can't sell it. For yeah, now we're actually already dead. Comes back. This we're recording live in hell. I mean, we are the boys from hell, right? Yeah, that I movie. Mean, was, yeah, the movie's actually made about we're us. We're a rap group. We're the boys from hell. Yeah. Well, obviously. Came across it, Bull Moose. Yeah, my former here departed employer <laughs> here in Sarah. Yeah, Bull Moose is a is a store that people are New England listeners. If we ever have any, are will be familiar with. They operate several stores in Maine and New Hampshire. And I think it was Sean here saw who saw this movie first. It was um, in the foreign film section at one of the locations. Yeah, I and remember it was pretty expensive, but yeah, it caught it was, my eye because of the cover on it. It's just like this bug-eyed. Yeah, it was somewhere between like seventeen and nineteen dollars, which is kind of ridiculous. And yeah, the cover is crazy. I mean, if we ever maybe people ever listen to this episode and we ever have a website or anything, we'll, we should we'll probably upload a picture of the cover or um, just you know put a link to one, like a trailer or something. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll 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 see what we can do for you. But yeah, hypothetically um, loyal listeners. So yeah, I wrestled with the idea of spending seventeen dollars. I feel like it was more than that, but maybe not. But I, I wrestled. It might have been like idea. eighteen or nineteen. It was it was it was under twenty, but it was still yeah. really expensive for just a used DVD. Yeah, so I wrestled with the idea of it for a few months. Probably. It was kind. Of, it was a while. It kicked around a bull moose for a while. Nobody. I, maybe nobody found any interest in it. And I'm a sucker for this kind of shit. It's obscure, to be honest. Yeah, like yeah. I'm really, I'm into like just shitty horror movies. So yeah, like we found love that this stuff. shit. And um, we got it half off. I used my employee discount and I got it for around ten bucks. Okay. And yeah, like a few. I want to say a few days later is when we watched it and we got a four pack of this really crazy beer. This <laughs> no, we beer. didn't. We no, only we didn't. bought one each. I think. Oh, we only got one each, but still, it was like four. But no, it's not right. It was like crazy expensive. It was a lot, but this beer is like 14% alcohol and tasted like soy sauce. And it got us in really weird shape. It was to the point bad where news. Especially man. you didn't remember the movie very well. At all. I had no memory of this I movie. I remembered it okay, <laughs> but pretty impaired. Yeah. But yeah, we, we remember that night. Yeah, we, we watched it and it. We, I think we just kind of liked it. I remember thinking it was cheesier than I had expected it to be. It, I don't know my it standard is a movie for with, um, yeah. Looks we'll get into this more, but low low production values. If I that's another thing is I couldn't find. You might be wondering at home, like I couldn't find any information about the budget of the movie, how much it cost to make, or how much money it made. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd guess probably well under a million dollars is how much it cost to to make this thing. It's a part of a series, I think, which yeah. might impact. Seems like television effects. Yeah, I that's guess. what it looked like. But I, I yeah, like I, I looked into it. And these were theatrically released in in Japan. A lot of cheap green screen. Yeah. Oh man! Oh, we'll get into we'll that. Get later, into that. Of so yeah. But yeah, but uh, personally, my standard for like Asian horror, Asian gore effects. Yeah. Are really really high because of what I've seen, like Ichi the Killer, yeah. Audition, Thirst, all the South Korean movies. Yeah, there's. Like I mean, yeah, I think we both. I've, I know I've seen a lot of East Asian films that yeah. I really admire. I think I, I maybe even have more of an interest. I sound like I'm 
bit of a weeaboo. Oh, but uh, I, I, yeah, maybe probably more personally interested in uh, Asian Asian movies than European ones. But you know, I like kung fu. I mean, uh, like, I like weird Japanese. I was really a big fan of Akira Tetsuo the Iron Man. That's good shit. Yeah. That's another one, Tetsuo the Iron Man, that just has really good effects. Fantastic effects, good, like which, gore effects. Stop yeah, motion. Another movie that like it may be working with not a, not a big budget, but this movie was yeah. I mean this this looks like TV levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we should just get into. The review, uh, well, our review of this film. Do you want to talk about? Do you have the actors? Yeah. Okay. So go by down through the. Uh, well, the only two. That's right. That, that's another thing. This is a bit of a struggle to put this episode together okay? because, yeah, I mean, on IMDb, only two of the actors were attributed to a character. A character is attributed to an actor. So the first one, who's also the director of the movie, and was I guess the I guess the star of this movie had a star. Yeah, she was what Miss Miss Emma Mirai Yamamoto. So. Setsu Emma, she's mostly referred to as Miss Emma. Yeah, I, I actually I didn't think know she her. Did. Um, I thought she was good. I really, I like her descent into madness. What she would do. Yeah, I, I thought of Heavy Rain, that video game that yeah. makes you cry. Yeah. The tagline for that game when it was being marketed was, "How far would you go to save someone that you love?" Yeah, I thought she was good. Like her eyes, the way there is a turning point, I guess, and it's pretty early on in this like fifty-one minute movie or whatever. There is a turning point where she goes completely insane, but um, she she I thought she did a pretty good job of like turning from this really innocent woman who was really just grieving over her son and then turn into a Frankenstein type. Yeah, I thought she was confident, and I thought that the... That's the thing, is I don't know enough about Japanese movies, I feel like, to, to judge exactly this. But the acting in general was very melodramatic, uh, really heightened. I thought she did alright. Yeah, I mean, it was almost uh, kind of comedic. Maybe they were going for that. That's the thing, is, like, tell. that's another thing that we'll probably get into, is, like, kind of hard to tell how funny this movie was supposed to be. I, I definitely had some laughs, but I'm not sure if I was supposed to. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to say, but like I thought, yeah, I thought everyone did a pretty good job. Even that uh, shitty little boy, shitty little kid. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't in the movie for that long. That's another thing. I guess we'll, we'll probably get into, get into that. So but, um, the uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to move on to the, the next actor, but uh, the name was what cares was uh, <laughs> I think the kid was Mits Mitsuru Akaboshi. So that was Dio. 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 That's the thing is, okay, so we'll get into this too, but they're kind of like really two Dios, but I'm assuming it's the, the first Dio we see, yeah. but I thought the kid was okay, he's in it for like five or five minutes. Doesn't he come back at the end, maybe? Briefly. I mean, there's a whole thing that is kind you know, of kind of It goes back and forth between yeah. multiple Dios, battles on infinite earths, or whatever yeah. the fuck. The main servant, Cabana Boy, thought he was pretty cool. Yeah, he thought was... Thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah, there was another guy, we don't know this person's name, if you know at home, help us out. Did his character have a name? He did, and that's the thing, I was gonna, I was fucked. Yeah, I was gonna write that down, it was Master <laughs> something or other, and the only, actually the only reason that you ever know his name because nobody ever says his name is uh like there's a little subtitle under his face that comes up at towards the beginning of the movie I did I did and not pick up on any of those subtitles at all yeah because it gives you the full <laughs> names of, of the three characters at the yeah. beginning huh. I think it gives you the name of the detective later so yeah I guess I've right I guess this, this is getting this piece of crap that's not fair let's well alright this, this movie had a cool I was gonna start the DVD menu fuck it two options thought was kinda lame oh yeah there are no by the way no special features on this bitch spending quite a bit of money on this DVD a used DVD yeah ten dollars uh, just uh, play movie or chapters but some great fucking music 
Yeah, some cool kind of spooky Halloween music and get, get into the beginning of the movie and there's this intro because yeah because this is part of an anthology series there's this intro uh, by I guess by Hideshi Hino himself. Oh yeah, he's like the Asian R.L. Stein. Yeah, and it's I it's kind of like yeah like combination of, of like Goosebumps I don't know like a Rod Serling show like a, like a night gallery or something. This guy apparently has a checkered past of his own. Oh. He talks about how he's like a manga writer in Japan, this guy. And he said, oh, this, all this bad stuff that I wrote is fucking based on me and I've brought, I'm a bringer of death. Oh, wait a second, dude. Hold the phones. That's a Ninja Turtles. When I was a kid, I had this Ninja Turtles, like, storybook, I guess you can call it that. And it was about, I don't know, I remember, like, Raphael coming out of the shower bitching about how Donatello needs to fix the hot water. I don't remember how it's connected to that shit at all, but there's a comic book artist in that book. He had a magic pencil, kind of like that Spongebob episode, where whatever he drew would come to life, and the Ninja Turtles would have to fight. Yeah, I mean, there's this weird thing where it's like, yeah, like, it's it's very dramatic. He's talking about, yeah, how he's brought, brought death wherever he went. Yeah, he, like, basically, he, like, appears in the sky like fucking Freddy Krueger in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 and, like, tells this girl in the intro to, like, kill herself. He's like, go ahead, take a fall. Take a fall. Do it, jump, take a fall. And she does. She doesn't even look particularly upset, but, like, Eno told me to kill myself. So, like, you are guaranteed that you're gonna fucking shit your pants when you watch this movie. Yeah. So, I'm pretty excited for this. Pretty dramatic, and he's, I think he's kind of, like, trying to do this it reminded me of good people out there might know a show a little a little show I like I guess I don't know what I like to call it I forgot the name of it <laughs> uh, just let me drink some more beer I'll remember don't worry it'll come back to us folks <sighs> oh Pabst Blue Ribbon just kidding I'm not drinking that shit yeah fuck uh, that shit <laughs> Pabst Blue Ribbon fuck that shit <laughs> Brooklyn Logger. <laughs> you fucking fuckers. You fucking... You might have gathered already that there's going to be a lot of Blue Velvet references on this show. Makes Get sense. used to it. an American classic. I believe that's printed on my Blu-ray DVD cover. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> a... A true yeah. American classic. Yeah, it's a Blue Velvet on a Blu-ray. What yeah. was I talking about like two minutes ago? I can't remember. Uh, some show that you were going to compare it you remember that shit. Ruff, 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 ruff. Yeah, that shit's great. It's classic. None of that shit. We get much cooler music, although that music is cool in Goosebumps. Yeah. Oh, I was going to talk about Garth. Garth Marenghi's motherfucking uh, Dark Place. Uh, a British show shit. everybody ought to know about. And, he, you know, he's this guy. He describes himself as, like, you know, a master of horror. One of the few people you've met who've written more books than they've read. That's a and, fact. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's absolutely a fact. This guy's probably written more manga and he's red. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, Hideshi, you know, I looked him up a little bit and, you know, he did some, uh, he's directed a few horror movies too, live action ones back in the 80s. It looked kind of cool along with writing a bunch of mangas but, he's, yeah, mm-hmm. he's actually directed, you know, so that's where we're looking into uh, if, you know, the American public listening is is sold on the boy from hell now thanks to us which I think maybe is going to happen. I mean, you guys are going to buy it. It's like going to spread it. like a virus. And you're going to feel like shit when you watch it the first time. Watch it a second time. And even a third I or like fourth. It. Just keep watching it. Just keep watching it until it gets good. <coughs> it might. If not, you then know, watch you a different movie, Then you can be the boy that went to hell. And you can just go to hell. They're <laughs> getting really uh, belligerent um, towards our audience that we don't even have yet. But yeah, okay. we're going to have to cut this out. Like, um, a, like a cancer. Seriously. Like a cyst. <laughs> a disgust, <laughs> <laughs> Just 
bus filled. Yeah, like like fucking a, boil. Yeah, like on Ripley's Believe It or Not, where they'd have those episodes where <laughs> yeah, they got to pop a boil like open a, in their mouth. And... Like uh, they'd have these tumors that they would cut out of people that weighed like two hundred pounds, and yeah, the person and themselves just... only weighed like one sixty. Um, <laughs> not really. <laughs> be like told to bench. The... Wait for real? Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Ripley's Beyond it. Oh, okay. I was thinking Ripley's, of the fear Ripley's, factor. Ripley's Believe It or Not. No, yeah, they'd have to eat a whole tumor that was like two hundred pounds in like twenty minutes. That was a good show. Way to go, Joe Rogan. No, I, I made that up right now. Joe Rogan's... Anywho. Know, I'm just shuffling papers. And... Bull. All right, so... Yeah, way to go, Joe. <laughs> so the boy from hell. So, you know, in so many words. The boy from hell, a.k.a. hell boy. So they started out, they're in a car. Yeah, So we're just going to start the movie like, okay, so, yeah. Yeah, we open up on a happy family. Yeah, driving around in the... Sedan, in the, driving um, through the, wherever. The woods of the rural... <laughs> Areas yeah. of Japan. It's a pretty nice looking area. So there's some of like some of the worst green screen I've ever seen. And I, you know, I've seen I've, a seen, lot. I've seen some green screens in my day. Yeah. You know, I've watched all the Star Wars prequels. I've seen a lot of green screen. Yeah, screens that are green here. Um, they're green. They're clean. They're good to get mean. Yeah. Um, I'm about to make you mean because you're frustrated with these green screens. But yeah, it opens up on a you know a happy family. They got their boy. He's he's like a dog hanging out of the window. Yeah, he's um, he's got his head hanging flapping out. around. Okay, so, and uh, the, there's like a man in his probably in his fifties is driving the car, and you know I just refer to him as their man serve throughout family. It's just a two person family. We have uh, uh, Setsu Emma, who's mostly referred to as just as Miss Emma. Yeah, by the and the she cabana is uh, yeah by by Cabana bitch. The Cabana bitch in the film, <laughs> yeah. the titular Cabana bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm my favorite movie, Kavanovich, 3D. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, God, yes. And, uh, yeah, so they're driving, they're cruising, they're boozing and cruising. No, I mean, they're they're, they're cruising for a bruising, but they're probably going to start boozing any second now. They're going to bust out the sake, and you can just feel it. I mean, I feel like there's probably some sake. Yeah, and a flask. A flask of And a flask full of sake. Love to pop it. Open up the, open up the, get the flask, get, whatever. Get, get the flask. <laughs> yeah, whatever, who the fuck, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. whatever, just drink it. So we got this, uh, No, okay, I'm just, no one was drinking. In this entire movie, I'm just there is like, no alcohol present in this. Sadly, um, however, you but might want alcohol. You might want to bring some with you. They're um, just driving through the woods, oh, and so Miss Emma. I'm just gonna say, Miss Emma was a very highly ranked surgeon. I think she might have been like a brain surgeon or something. I think pediatric surgeon. I mean, she was Ben Carson esque. I mean, she, well, yeah, she's Ben Carson esque. She's Doctor Laser. Going to get top style up in that. I mean, she. Might she might build a human centipede. We I mean, we don't know what she's going, what she's. We doing. really don't know. I mean, she gets she does some pretty bad. Oh, I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, Ooh. so kids talking about like, oh, he's gonna be a surgeon too, and then like the man servant guy's like, is oh, that what he was saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, you better study. He's like, oh, I got a hundred on my last test or whatever, and he's like, oh, good point, you got me there. So, well, they forgot to leave out that he like failed three tests before this one. They like, might have, for all we know. Fuck no. I mean, he could be in. The summer school, and there could be just spoon feeding him this yeah. information. I mean, that could have been like your know, open book, open note kind of test. Yeah, I just... love my favorite kind of test, is how I fucking pass science class, bitch. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know. I mean, that's how I pass science class, too. That's, that's, that's how we all pass science class. Nobody actually knows how to do science. <laughs>
That's why this country's in the shape it's in. Oh, here's the answer to a lot of your problems because of science. Yeah, science! Yeah, centripetal force, bitch. That's and why you don't fall off a roller coaster when it's going through loop-de-loops. Science. Boom, A+. You got wrapped in... Okay, come, get come school strapped. Yeah, get school strapped, bitches. NRA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get... Get, get heated, yeah. man. What the fuck does that mean? What were we were talking about again? Oh, the boy from hell. <laughs> the boy from hell. So we got this family. We got this family. Oh, wow, from we are hell. way off. Time. Wait, what year is this? <laughs> I think we might have just missed Christmas. We've been reviewing this so long. I know. Oh, that was the thing. I'll wait until afterwards to yeah. talk about that. But um. Oh yeah. So yeah, we got. Yeah, you took better notes than I did, or remembered it better. I was not paying attention to what the hell they were saying at all. I just did not care for some reason. Yeah, I just was like, I gotta, I gotta do this bitch up right. Yeah, you do it proper. Yeah. So they're driving around. It's feeling pretty good. They're happy. Bad green screen in the background is noticeable. There's really bad green like screen. I just want to say, that, yeah, like there's like kind of if you see like their head and then like the back windshield of the car is behind them. There's like heavy black lines. There's like a shadow. It's I it's, think, it's, it's really cast. like it's what really the fuck? terribly obvious um, that it's a green screen. Yeah. So this kid is just hanging out the window. He's got fucking life by the balls. I mean, he's happy-go-lucky. He's, he's like, dude, I'm gonna he ask thinks fucking, he's fucking like, invincible. I'm gonna ask fucking like fucking that chick. I can't think of a Japanese-sounding name. That chick. I'm gonna ask her to the Japanese homecoming. Yeah, he's gonna ask. Dance him. under the sea ball. Yeah. And she's gonna hit it off, dude. He just I'm gonna fucking, ask my mom. He just the unlocked dance. the hand cannon. In Resident you Evil know 4. how hard that is? That's like pretty difficult, and he's going to go home right now after this car trip, and he's going to start up a whole new file and play through. Nothing but the hand Yeah, game. he's got Dank in the bank. He's fucking babes, yeah. bucks. He's, he's got, got it all, all, man. So, like, holy shit. Uh, but, uh-oh. Watch out for a big-ass Mitsubishi truck. Yeah, it wasn't Mitsubishi. <laughs> it was a Mitsubishi, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they're not paying attention. What? It seemed like in the image with the bad green screen, it looked like that Mr. Cabana boy was driving on the wrong side of the road. I think it was... Head first into this um, truck, man, but, but it could be Well, they weren't. They, I, th- I don't think they were, though, because I think it was perspective, and I think it was because they were taking a turn around a corner, which is why mm. they didn't see the truck in the first place. Yeah, they're kind of coming around a corner. So, yeah, it kind of looked like he was in the same lane as the big-ass Mitsubishi. So, like, right off the bat, I'm saying Cabana boy, he's not paying attention he to He might be a bad doing. driver. He might need glasses. I don't really know what the hell's wrong with him. Probably definitely does. And this is... This is okay, and people listening right now, you understand. This is not the kind of show we're gonna make jokes about Asian drivers. We're not gonna make jokes about people so who appear just... to be stoned or squinting hard because they can't see. Go fuck this yourself. This is not that kind of show, and you can just switch it off right now. You, you fucking turn it off, bitch. You sick piece of shit, losers. What are you gonna do, pose? I'm gonna vote for Donald Trump. You moker. probably are gonna. T- I can smell it on you right now. You now. damn. Oh shit! Someone's gonna be a close bit. Pretty heated right now. <laughs> um, what what were we talking about? <laughs> what were we reviewing? <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, so, okay, so... So this truck is coming around the side of the road. Mr. Cabana yeah. Boy, he's not paying attention. Maybe he is, I think he is. I think that... Accidents happen. I think that... I think Dio, the kid's name, by the way, is Dio. I don't know if he said that before, but Dio is not paying attention. And he gets his head knocked clean the fuck off of clean. his body. Boom! There's no there's, bone. There's barely no neck bone. It there's looks like... nothing. It looks like his, like, they... Okay, so you just see, like, his neck, like, cross-section of his neck, and it looks like they just dyed a bunch of styrofoam pinkish red. Yeah, um, it's... It looks bad it's a really bad really cheap effect it's a pretty poor effect but it's hilarious yeah it's pretty funny and it reminded me a lot i mean if anybody is into like 90s snl this this skit you know they did the the deep thought with jack handy and there's this skit where it's like he's got his head sticking out of his car window and yeah one time i when i was riding around the appearance i had i was had my head sticking out of the window <laughs> and this other car drove by and my head hit their dog's head and then the dog's head came off holy shit and yeah you see in the in the <laughs> skit it fucking goes flying like somebody just punted a football it really does and it that's flies what it looks like, like 20 it's, yards it's away it's really funny it's really goddamn funny and so then like so they they stop the yeah, car yeah they stop they slam on the brakes and they they do it so suddenly they that they, they they fall forward in their in their seats of mm-hmm. course but it's it's a style that they would have done on like the 60s Star Trek television series where like, like photon warps and, just, and then they're just kind of jiggling around while the camera yeah. doesn't shake in this movie I don't think it shakes in that show either but it's no, like it if you've ever seen do. that show do. It's similar to that, like how that body acting is. It's just kind of poor editing in this whole scene. There's no blood either on like. No, he doesn't bleed at all. I wrote down father's face, but it's Cabana Boy. There's no yeah, blood we, on well, the Yeah, well, that's the face. thing is like I guess I th- yeah, like the first time we watched this movie, and then like I think we both rewatched it, but um, yeah, we didn't pick up on the relationships because this woman is apparently unmarried. I don't really know, but yeah, like, yeah, like the, there's happened? this older there's this older guy that yeah is like Miss Emma's servant. That's who's driving the, the car. Yeah, he's like butler, butler kind of guy, driver dude. I mean, she's a she fucking surgeon. She, she's rolling yeah, like fourteen probably, billion Benjamins deep, man. Yeah, she's she's yeah. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah. So then then what happened? Well, that's the thing. It's like, and then it cuts to they look in like the rear view mirror of the car, and they see the Dio's headless body has like wandered out onto the yeah, road. Yeah, he has exited the car, closed the door behind him, that's walked thing, like, like twenty like, yards, picked up his head and then had the forethought to walk to the side of the road yeah that's the thing is like you never see or hear him get out of the car it just like is this weird cut to him being like yeah outside the outside the vehicle like walking towards his own head which suggests to me that like somehow in like a chicken with its head cut off kind of a scenario he wasn't even instantly killed like he's not he just he wasn't actually dead just by having you know his fucking head knocked off of his little body ridiculous it doesn't make any sense yeah yeah, it's it's um and this is what we mean when it's kind of funny when it, when yeah. it gets into like stuff know, like this it's, it's almost like, kind of like slapstick but I don't I, yeah it's one of those things in this movie where it could tell if it was supposed to be funnier yeah it's kind of cartoonish but that could be a cultural barrier we have yeah. no idea should I pause it um sure welcome back we took a, a quick smoke break uh, but I don't know here if we're we are gonna leave again. that into the episode. yeah why the hell not 
Yeah, there's like things in this movie that we aren't really sure whether or not they're supposed to be Riss or not. Yeah, and, I mean, like, do they find different things funny? I wonder if... And, uh, yeah, like, this kid fucking walking over to his own head. So that was a, that was a weird thing. <laughs> that was weird, and it was funny, and it's just, like, had the foresight to, foresight to close the door. Yeah. To, like, walk over. And then, to be cautious, he didn't want to be hit by another car lest he lose another limb. So he was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna walk over to the side, onto the grass and yeah, pass well, out. See him, his, his his body fall over to the towards the ditch on the on the right side of and the road. He just road. fucking sets up shop right there. He's like, "This is where I'm gonna buy the yeah, farm." Stop, stop, <coughs> set up shop. He might be a rough rider. I'm not really sure. I mean, it probably was. Might have been but hanging out with that's DMX. speculation. That's what I'm gonna choose to uh, yeah. write into it. By the way, throughout. I guess in this scene, which would be pretty important, or in the entire movie, yeah. what happened to the truck driver? He hit and run? Yeah, that's what it seems like. He just fucking uh, bailed out because he was like, I'm not dealing with this happy family and their decapitated son. Yeah, that's, we, I don't get paid enough for this shit. We never hear anything from the, the Mitsubishi truck driver. Like, I never we don't know where back. he goes, if they, we file any, if they file any sort of insurance claims or lawsuits. I guess that wouldn't be great. Maybe great they, cinema? I don't know. The problems that they have in the movie are... Bigger than any like money. Oh, they go or anything like way that. beyond any legality and system. It's any just, sort of lawsuits or anything. They, they don't care. Much weirder territory. Yeah, they. Uh, Miss Emma wanders out and you know finds the sees looks at her dead kid and uh, I don't know she's, she's freaked out. Um, she just kind of cries and I think the scene yeah. the scene just fades out. Well, that's I wrote. Uh, by the way, we're only five minutes into this movie. I know we've been recording for 30, oh, 38 minutes, yeah. but uh, yeah, we're oh, five oh, minutes into this out. movie. I remember getting hung up on this yeah. scene, though. When we were watching the movie, we got tied up on this. There were a lot of questions in the scene. Yeah. Which, uh, fair enough. There's we didn't a lot of. give the yeah. movie a chance to explain. There, but, well, I mean, but did the movie explain? I mean, we, maybe we did give it a chance in the movie. Yeah. Didn't explain that. Yeah, we'll find out. And, uh. So, yeah, we got out. the title screen five minutes in, Boy from Hell, and it's pretty cool, like, harpsichord heavy music that plays. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, we got a whole cool kick-ass animated title sequence sort of. I guess animated is kind of loose. They were stills for the most yeah. part but they were cool drawings. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, Hideshi Hino's art style on display. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then then so after the after the titles, then what happens, we go to this really strange funeral scene, if you want to call it that. It's, it's well, they just they just apparently just buried this kid oh, in a shallow right. grave in a field. It's really weird that it doesn't get, like, a real funeral or a real grave. It doesn't get buried in a real graveyard. We don't really know where the hell they are. This this area that they're in looked like this <coughs> one part in World of Warcraft. It actually didn't look like it was that far from people, though. Like, it looked like there might have been a farm nearby, maybe. Uh, that's what it looked like, was that they just buried this kid maybe even in a farm field. There were these kind of, there are these things sticking up out of the ground that kind of looked like windmills. But yeah, this But like in some of the close-up shots, it looked like there was maybe road behind them and like some signs or something. Yeah, I mean it wasn't absolutely the middle of nowhere, but still it definitely did not like look like a real cemetery. Yeah, so they just buried this kid in like the middle of nowhere 
it, like so what happened to that did anybody like stumble on that was and it they, just like a like a rest stop or something with i don't overlook? know like did they yeah that's almost the impression that i got mm-hmm. was this like really soon no actually no that's the thing is um they, they mentioned that no medical science medical science was, couldn't so. save him so yeah. that's that's that medical that gives me weird was weird ideas like that like i said like with you know obviously the kid just his head his headless body walking over to his head was maybe still yeah like he was still alive for a while like maybe i don't we don't really know how long yeah. and yet that they've maybe made some attempts to save his life <laughs> even after he'd been fucking decapitated uh, so they um they come across as pretty de- desperate pretty desperate people right desperate, now yeah uh well cabana boy maybe he's just getting paid that might come up later on towards the end of the movie yeah. Or, yeah, but maybe he's just going through with this because he's getting fucking paid for it he's like whatever i feel like uh but emma is desperate at this point i feel like the the the, the cabana boy character as we're yeah. just gonna call him <laughs> he is kind of a devoted guy for his boss miss mm-hmm. emma and he seems very upset as well he's you know like we, you mentioned uh very upset he kind of looks like he just kind of was sucking on a lemon he does he looks like he just very sour right face into a lemon just... during this whole scene and they just have this wooden marker for his grave uh, across. there's a couple it's... other graves nearby or a couple other of those uh wooden crossers well they to me I, they look, I, I thought they were like slanted right? i thought they were like uh they looked sort of like windmills they did which would fit in with the farm setting yeah but it looked like it might have been attached to something maybe some other mounds some other burial sites yeah it's kind of hard to tell yeah what I the mean, hell this place even was yeah the settings were pretty confusing at times yeah but um, um so this then this old just decrepit woman out of nowhere just shows up and she's like yeah. doesn't even really look that old well, like she this, should be like a an ancient necromancer well or there's something. this kind of cool shot as they're like walking away from the grave and you see her in the in the background and then you oh that hear, wide angle yeah, shot yeah. yeah and then you hear her kind of like cackling laughing whatever then like they're both just kind of like what the fuck yeah and then it cuts to all of a sudden this old lady's like right behind them and she is starts giving giving some advice yeah hey bring this kid back from the dead but there's some shit you gotta do some weird shit you gotta do what what does she do she presents him with a with a fang Mm -hmm. tells him to to slit the a a sacrifice's throat i guess and let the blood drip all over the grave so what they gotta do is yeah like kill kill another kid of the same age as your dead kid and you know Splatter is friggin' blood. Just let it spray out in true Japanese gore fashion, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm, yeah. I mean, there's no lack of that. But yeah, they, uh, Miss Emma's kind of frozen. She doesn't know what to do with this advice. She stands still. Cabana Boy is the one that is talking to her the whole time, telling her no way, dude. This is, you're out of control. You belong back in town, dude. I don't know what the hell happened, who let you loose, but you belong back at the old stationery factory. You gotta be pressing those pages out. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, he's definitely not, not into this. Mm -mm. Uh, Miss Emma, you know, it's her, it's her dead son, so she's a little... He even does this, like, weird, awkward, like, he just, like, moves Emma out of the way, kind of, and then just plants 
plants himself in between the old woman and herself yeah, and some Emma. Kind of, some kind of defensive posture. Like, what the... And it was just so awkward, just the way he moved. The way everyone moved in that scene. It was so wooden. It was so stilted. It, it was, was kind of weird. Really, really weird. That's probably the creepiest scene in the whole movie, I'm going <laughs> So, yeah, but but uh, Miss Emma goes through with it. She finds this kid that, you know, somehow well, she... She, uh, she picks up the fang afterwards. They walk yeah. away from, uh, from the meeting. They're like, fuck you, old lady. You're insane. You belong in a padded room. Yeah. On fucking Elm Street or wherever that. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, and from going back to Nightmare Room 3, you know. Yeah, dude. Going back to that, just consider that place. Represents. She picks up the fang. She just slips it up somewhere. Somehow she gets away from the cabana boy. It looks like they're walking away together, but she somehow gets the fang and he doesn't know that. Yeah. And then, uh, grabs it real quick. What? And then we cut to her office? Yeah, well, I mean, she, she picks out a uh, special someone to uh, fucking die in her son's place. Yeah. It's good that she's, for some reason she knows that she has exactly 10 days to live. I don't know how you would know that with some kid with probably like terminal cancer or some, some shit. But yeah, 10 I days to live. I don't know who that kid was. I'd like to know more about that little yeah, baby. Yeah, what, what's boy. his deal? Yeah, what happened to this guy? But yeah, she, she does her research beforehand. We, I guess we're told that she's more ethical than that. She's not going to just pick up a random kid. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's how she justifies it to herself. So uh, this kid's going to fucking die anyway. Yeah, six days, dude. Fuck him. He's going to be in a furnace somewhere. Like, it doesn't yeah, matter. They're going to throw him down the garbage disposal. Just get him the hell out of there. Yeah, I mean, they're so, going to make hot dogs out of this kid. I mean, what's he missing, really? Is he really going to beat that level in that stupid game he's been playing all day long? Probably not. He's probably not going to do it. That that boss tripped him up for, like, four hours. He clearly sucks. He's actually not very good at that game. and So I might as well kill him. I mean, that's the only reason reason but why his family is gonna miss him you just don't tell him until the sick days are up and then just tell me he oh, died of cancer died earlier this morning it was actually the fifth day who knew yeah quite live up to expectation thought he had a week and a half he really guess not uh, it's fine so yeah so then this that's when this movie gets really goddamn crazy yeah um, she, she kills his she kills that bitch she fucking hangs him up upside down strings him up uh Banner boy's there he, he, he I, I think I believe he is He's hanging out. I don't know. He's chilling. Is he? I don't remember if he was okay with it. I don't think he was. I don't think he was okay really with any of this stuff. Yeah. That woman shows up. The weird again. old lady who looks like um, you know the Wire fans out there. She looks like kind of a shitty old version of Shaquille McGregs from from that show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like so then she yeah well, the kid dies. Like, talked out of it. I remember there was like a bit of a, a, a struggle. Like a little like bit maybe of Maybe there was like, she uh, had like an internal conflict and she was like, I don't know if I can go. I remember she broke down uh, in tears. It didn't, it, didn't, it didn't last very long. I mean, you know, she didn't care that much, I don't think. But didn't. So she just like, she falls down to the ground after some scuffle and she's like crying a little bit and then she's like, fuck it, dude. She looks at the camera and she just like grips that, that bang and just... Yeah, blood, blood's man. blowing around everywhere. But yeah, she starts to hear, oh, what's this? Her dead son under the ground going, Mommy! 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 And, uh... <laughs> yeah, the kid fucking... The kid busts out of the fucking ground, and that's when yeah. we see the image from the DVD cover where he looks really weird. His eyes are all swollen and huge, but he doesn't blink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't blink, and that's what makes the effect so noticeable, I guess. Like, it's the makeup, I'm gonna say, on the boy from hell is yeah. 
really good. I it's pretty cool. Aesthetically, I like how it looks, and it's pretty creepy. But yeah, like um, the fact that his eyes don't blink, it's in this perma squint all the time. Yeah, is that it? Just it, that's when it becomes noticeable that it's not believable at that point. And I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess it could be considered in a stylistic way. I guess that's true. Maybe he wouldn't blink. He's the fucking boy from hell. Yeah, he's been to hell. He has been to hell and back. He has. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe boys from hell don't blink. Who are we to judge? You're right. But yeah, so the old, the weird old lady, the weird old witch lady, I guess. I don't know if she's supposed to be a witch or what. Uh, her explanation for why he's all fucked up looking is that, oh, you waited too long to revive him, so now that's what he looks like. That's right. So we are told that it's a long time has passed, few weeks maybe, since that's he's what, been it dead. Didn't, it didn't seem like it, because like when the mm -hmm. second time I, I watched that part, it seemed like it had only been a few days. Maybe you can really only wait like 12 hours and beyond that, it's just gonna be it's just, you're just fucked. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, like it's kind of like um, when you cook something, the longer you let it go, the more it's going to burn. Yeah. Maybe it's kind of like that. So if you can get it, catch it quick enough, maybe it won't be that bad. But yeah, it's it's not really clear. The movie's a tight 51 minutes, maybe. It is. It's so, 50, 51 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this is a short movie. That's that We were kind of confused about that, about the status of this film. Was it theatrically release was it just a TV thing yeah. but apparently it did go to theaters mm -hmm. Japan and it's hard to like get a real timeline I guess it's not a conventional hour and a half so everything seems really condensed like everything's happening one moment after another within yeah. maybe the same day of each other so it's hard to really gauge that with such a short movie but yeah, maybe a few weeks did go by at this point maybe but yeah I mean there's nothing to really tell us one way or the other mm -hmm. how long was this crap going on so first thing Thing this kid does is wait am i behind on my notes at this point eats old god damn it uh, so i'm a little bit behind i don't know but uh this fucking kid busts out from out the ground and first thing he does is kill that old lady fucking tears her to goddamn shreds yep he just eats that shit like the first thing he has to do when he gets out he's just he's gotta eat something he's hungry he's been dead for a while he's gotta eat yeah like so i don't know the next day we don't really know again how long is how much yeah, time is they don't really so, they're not very good at telling us that in this movie i feel like it actually it could have been longer yeah it probably could have been longer and might might have benefited from that but another 10 20 yeah. minutes to the runtime, and maybe that might have been a more might have been less nonsensical but yeah so yeah that, it's this weird thing where like so so the cops show up i don't know maybe it's the next day we don't really know exactly i always thought the next morning probably yeah that's like what i that's what i thought was probably right. the next morning but like yeah so the old lady is the old lady they get killed get fucking fucked up by the kid is like they're dead at the doorstep yeah with this weird message written in blood her um, finger pointed I think, to it I think the message was something like oh your house has been cursed by the way yeah you've been cursed they live in a castle okay what the oh. like a big ass old Japanese castle isn't yeah that, like on top of isn't a that weird hill. America on top of like a hill like a class like house on haunted hill style like if you were to see that map painting that's what it looks like. It's fucking weird. Yeah, they, they do. They use a lot of uh, matte paintings in this movie, which is another another way that they kind of cheaped out. But I, I, I do like the look yeah. of a lot 
lot of these map paintings. Yeah. Oh, by the way, about the houses, did, I don't know if you noticed, mm. in, in the shots, it, it was always a different image on the left side or the right side of the screen. Yeah. It was a, a skull the first time when the, the, cur- the woman was on the yeah. ground. The curse. We'll get to the other ones later on. They used the skull a few times. They did, yeah. There is a, a few things broken up, and they double down on a couple of them. Hmm. KFC double down, bitches. Yeah, the sandwich of my life. Whoo! Look at me starting on the double. I've never had one actually. I haven't either. Only in my dreams. <laughs> bang, bang, bang on the door. I think she she was hanging out with her son. Yeah. He was like asleep in a cage in their attic, in their giant castle. Yeah, they and... put this kid in a cage and he just busts out of it repeatedly. I guess we'll get more into that. Yeah, we'll get into uh, that. Uh, this cage doesn't really suck, seemingly. <laughs> yeah, they can't. Bantaboy, some WD-40. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. He's got to get more secure locks. Maybe some WD, some WD forty <coughs> as well. Some of that shit. So yeah, bang, bang, bang on the door. We got the uh, fugly. I wrote down fugly ass cop, big ass fucking clown nose. So yeah, so there's this detective that we is. He's in this movie quite a bit, and he has a big, big nose, and he sneezes a lot. Yeah, which that's I the guess thing. that was supposed to be funny. I don't really. That's know. like the the joke in the movie the comic relief is that this dude has a huge nose and he sneezes and again is like it really, supposed really to be loudly. funny or is it supposed to be kind of like a dramatic personal defect I hope not is crazy I really do too <laughs> like what the shit were you thinking that was supposed to be funny yeah, I guess that's kind of funny it's really grilling Miss Emma you know he's like oh, he sneezes he's like oh shit sorry I'm fucking allergic to criminals yeah he's like allergic to crime this douchebag. He's yeah. just like sniffing crime with his huge schnauzer and then sneezing all over the place. <laughs> I want. I just want to point out, by the way, when we first see this fucking dude in his huge nose, he's just like, his huge fake looking nose, I just want to say. Like, it, it looks, like the, the effects in this movie aren't incredible, I'm going to say, but they're good. They fit the purpose and the feel of this movie. Yeah, and what I, I would say for. some of them are, are really bad. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, two, yeah. I mean, some of them are. Some of them are pretty cool and pretty funny and effective, and you know they serve mm-hmm. their purpose. Yeah, but I mean, it's, and some of them are really bad. This effect, it, it's the cheesiest. It looks like just paper mache, like a big paper mache nose on his face. It's, it's just, weird. It's like this big it's like old. The wrong I've, skin I've color. never seen a nose like this. I've seen you know big noses before, but it's just like not like a long and pointy. It's just like a. It's like he just is a big pile of. Shit on top of his regular nose. Like he decided to put like this glob of wet paper on his nose, and it sort of comes to a point, but not really. It's uh, it's bad. By the it's, way, by the way, it's just yeah. When she opens the door on this guy, he's like straight up in the camera. It's a super close he is. up you on get a this thing. Face full of nose. It's crazy. He's just like, how did this old woman get here? What yeah. is this message? What does that mean? What's the deal? And then he lights up a cigarette. I don't know if you noticed this. We get this a few times throughout this movie. The cigarette, the the lighter flame sound is really loud. It's like yeah, one of the more noticeable sounds. Effects. It, well, he I noticed that he can really fucking finesse this cigarette. He's so smooth when he fucking flips it through his fingers. Hey, like Brian. By the way, I don't know more about Brian. Yeah. Stay tuned. 
Yeah, it might be on this thing. <laughs> That's really weird. Might get some Brian in your life. Yeah, some Brian action. Anyways, uh, it reminds me of Brian a little bit with the cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Flipping yeah, it like around, doing tricks, flying through the he's air. He's super smooth with this with this butt that he smokes. And yeah, it's pretty tight. Mm -hmm. Pretty tight. What up with this shit? Steve's so super loud, basically accuses her of killing all these people and eventually goes away. But yeah, like we, we get a little insight into Dio, who is now clearly being played by... Uh, adult midget and I don't know if we're not supposed to notice that or not but you know it's it's like an, it's not a kid it's definitely not it's a, a kid. it's a man it's a man in a boy a schoolboy uniform yeah he's wearing a, a little Is boy's that, clothes they never change this guy he doesn't have different outfits in this movie I guess we can get into that yeah I mean I guess they have just have she just wants to preserve him as the the Dio yeah that's a that whole she, thing that uh, she knew and, and loved before his head got knocked off his body yeah. So yeah, he's locked in a cave. Feed him meat. Raw meat. The, the, the softest of meats. Yeah, my boys have only the softest of meats. He bugs out in this scene after the... Uh, in my notes, I'm going to admit I've written got drunk and distracted at 15 minutes and 47 seconds. That'll happen. We, yeah, we just got drunk. Fuck it. Who cares? We did. We we did that then and we're doing that now. So I don't know if the attic scene so in the cage is deal before with after. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's that's the next thing that happens really in this movie, and this happens a few times. He busts loose. Well, out, they have to trank him down. Uh, out the he, cage. He kind of like shows his first like signs like of in like... Night. Okay, so he keeps, he just, he just keeps, he just, he just, he keeps doing this. Where he just get out of the cage in the middle of the night, and they'll just show like his stupid ass mom passed out on the floor next to his cage, and the cage will be wide <laughs> open. Yeah. Like, did you even goddamn lock it? And then it'll show him hunting people, and he hunts people a lot in this movie on the streets at nights. What are they doing in there? Gargle noises. God damn. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're feeding him meat and shiz. They have to trank him out because he's, like, freaking out. He's just going nuts. They, we get treated to a Pee Wee Herman shadow. There's this woman walking home from work or something. Yeah, she's a little nervous walking the streets alone by herself. Like a Pee Wee Herman shambling shadow of the boy from hell just cast on the building next to them. Yeah, yeah it really doesn't make any sense how fast this fucking guy is because he's like four feet tall he's so small dude he's like as wide as he is tall she does stop in an alleyway and she's like dude i'm taking deep breaths she's like, oh shit maybe i got away from this guy looks over around the corner he's gone whoo on the clear man we get to a cg shadow drop of hellboy just like this weird just hellboy just stock photo of hellboy shrunk down or boy from hell god boy, damn it boy from hell i was gonna say is a different movie it's shrunk down and and like shadowed out and just slides down in the image behind her and uh oh there he is dude he's right behind her and he goes through and the out. comes yeah. in she's still alive in this scene yeah. I think like she was still alive and he was just eating her alive I don't maybe I was drunk I think you're right and he I thought the scene I thought this was when the makeup looked really good I thought this was when the movie was lit the best in this alleyway scene and when the makeup looked the best because of the lighting and the gore when he was eating her stomach yeah the, the gore was really good I don't remember that that specifically yeah so yeah we, we are shown that he uh, like his antics are you know they wind up in the papers so you know this is kind of probably a local sensation now that this freaky ass dude or animal or whatever it is is fucking yeah. about people in the middle of the night. So he wakes up in the park, right? Doesn't he wake up in a sand lot in the bushes? He's just like kind of hung over. He's like, oh, that's what he's all like. that stomach. And he sees these kids playing soccer. Yeah. 
and the ball is kicked to him. He just kind of watches like a weird yeah. fucking pervert. Watches. Well, I think it's like he's still, yeah, I guess it's supposed to be like still kind of trying to be a kid, even though he's a fucking weird-ass midget man now. And yeah, like he wants to play with all the Randair games. And, um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so he picks the up the ball like he's ready to do a fucking throw-in. I just want to say, check it out, product placement. We're going to Adidas soccer ball. Oh, shit. It w- and the camera hung on it. For a long time. Better get some money for that. I hope so. Yeah, let's fucking. Well, well, Jesus Christ, let's fucking hope so. Yeah. Yeah. They do a a good old throw in. Yeah. The kids see this boy from hell and they, you know, quite reasonably freak out. They get the fuck out of there. And he feels like. He looks like shit. He probably feels like shit. He stands there for like five minutes. He probably smells like shit. I mean, look at him. (laughs) He looks like he should have. Hands in that yeah. scene, he's just sitting, just standing there, frozen, uh, 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 just uh, 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 like he doesn't know what fuck. to do. Like uh, I don't know, you're right. He probably does feel like total garbage. I mean, bitch. He has been to hell and back. Yeah, literally. I'm gonna run that line into so the then ground. Uh, behind him as he's frozen, just fucking sitting there, shitting his pants, fucking yeah. <laughs> feeling sorry for himself that you're probably crawling in his skin. His wounds they will not heal. <laughs> no, they just, literally will not he heal. He won't do it. His Emma, his mother, shows up right behind him. Car pull up behind the, behind him in the shot, yeah. and door opens up. It's her. Comes up and kind of tries to comfort Nabs him. him. Fucking picks him up. They try to do. They try to do a brain. They try to do a brain transplant at some yeah. point, and which doesn't really make any sense because like it's not gonna. If this kid has a new brain, it's not gonna be the same kid, right? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. But hey, this is movie. Yeah, maybe it's just the memories, I guess. It does seem like Emma just forces this happy family relationship. She just wants it to be perfect, which makes me think about her past, maybe? And what happened to her husband? What happened to, like, anyone? Her partner, whoever. Who is that person? Where'd they go? shitty kid with her. Yeah, what happened to that shit? And it makes me think of, like, maybe she, she went through some sort of, like, traumatic breakup or, like, something terrible happened in the past that forced her and her partner away she had custody to this kid and that like she has wanted to try and try to develop a perfect life she's always wanted a perfect life maybe she had a perfect life and made a mistake and that drove her partner away or whatever but she does force this relationship i never thought of her past at all i i thought of just her present that like that's seemingly her whole family is just her one kid so like she's gonna just do whatever the hell uh it takes to keep keep this fucked up kid alive it's a boy we were told from cabana boy he's yeah. there at the operating table and he we we're told that this was a boy that died earlier <laughs> whatever the hell that means oh yeah so so they how take much a brain, earlier yeah, they take a brain from a kid that's already dead mm-hmm. and it works they do it and it's a success it's fucking fine yeah. we cut we smash cup to like chimey music we got fucking miss emma fucking walking around the park you got a bad green screen again behind her she's wheeling around fucking dio or dio's brain in a new kid's body. <laughs> or I think same body, different brain. Oh yeah, and he's got like the same brain. Wait a same minute. Same body, different brain. I'm with you now. You're right. Yeah. It would be a different It'd be a different person. Like how right. would he have how would it would have yeah, this, this kid, I mean the same body wouldn't have any of the same memories, memories or, or anything. Or yeah. personality or anything of her kid, so what the hell's the mm-hmm. point? Maybe Adeshihino just sucks at science. Too- Fucked up. You may be right. Man. <laughs> Blame it on that guy. Fuck that guy.
fuck him, dude. What a douchebag. What a dickhole. What a blowhole. So yeah, she's wheeling around her son. We got this chimey music and this squeaky wheelchair going on. Yeah, this whole it's time. very squeaky. He's very loud, very noticeable. Just, uh, uh, over and over. He's, uh, he doesn't look happy to be alive. He's all bandaged up. His whole face is bandaged up. Yeah, he he's looks just like shit. He's in this chair. He's got, like, a fucking, like, stuffed, like, a beanie baby polar bear on his yeah. lap. Yeah. It, like, looks so fucking stupid. I don't know. It looks really funny, but yeah, it's, yeah, they, like, he's trying really, to pigeons. And he's really terrible at it. He can barely move his arm. He sucks ass <laughs> he at just, feeding pigeons. Like, it's just kind of like, he doesn't thrust his arm at all. He just, uh, and that's it. Barely oh, did it. Like, can we go home? I gotta play some Halo fucking 16 or whatever. That's fuck. Halo 48. Like, play that shit. Um. Yeah, Pigeon perches atop Dio's head in this scene. He's just like, what's it happened? Because he looks so unhappy to be alive. So yeah, I think well, yeah, while they're out, they uh, run into that cop with the giant nose again, and they have sort of, she has sort of a long conversation with him. He sort of makes more thinly veiled accusations about whatever. Yeah, this is when they come across, like they wheel onto the bridge, and uh, there's a balloon on the bridge tied to like support poles, I guess. Uh, tied to one of those things and uh she she grabs the balloon and just tries to like tie like she's like oh this is like the perfect day ever we fed pigeons yeah. and walked around the park and now we're gonna like there's this balloon here and oh my god it's so red and she like unties it from the support beam and like his hand is just like on the beam like he's just so unhappy to be alive it's just, she just ties the string around his hand it doesn't like I think it grasps a little bit like he's like holy shit something's happening because he's yeah. just a, I don't even know a completely different kid you're right <laughs> he doesn't know what the hell's except going on except he's not that's a thing we'll see more of is like it's still basically the same kid even though he's a different goddamn brain yeah that detective shows up and he's like grills her this is when I noticed the cigarette and uh, the lighter sound yeah. when he lights it up on this bridge in particular it sounded really cool and the shot was cool the wide angle shot when there is yeah and it's just like yeah detective on the right side and then the uh, Emma and and Dio in the wheelchair on the left side of the image, and it had the red balloon over them. I thought the shot looked really good, and the balloon over his head was like kind of pointing out Dio. It was like, dude, it's right in front of your stupid ass big ass clown nose yeah, it's that. right here and she's standing in between you just making up bullshit and like as soon as the detective mentions another murder, Dialect goes at the balloon and we get treated to a long shot of it just floating up ahead like a really long take of that shit yeah I noticed that kind of was yeah maybe a little bit mm -hmm. maybe a little longer than it needed to be there's two lamp posts straight lines symbolizing perfection or stability in the image that's just some stupid film school bullshit that they teach you. It's like right there, it's perfect opportunity, caught red-handed, red bull, all that jazz. So, the next thing that happens is pretty goddamn weird, and it cuts to... So, yeah, I should get back to the brain transplant. It's weird, because, like, you know how we were talking about earlier, that this kid basically turns into a strange adult dwarf character <laughs> when he comes back to life. But, like, after following the brain transplant, he, he, he for a while, I mean, you can't see him that well, because he's very banished bandaged up but it goes back to being like the kid that we saw before 
And then, like, the next thing after that scene where the cop is grilling Miss Emma and the balloon and all that crap is we see the midget-type version of Dio again. He's in, apparently, in hell. And we see him just, like, smashing the souls yeah. of other people. That's the thing. It's like, in hell, he's huge. And yeah, all the, the other souls that are really small. And, yeah, he does some sweet spin move with, like, his bow staff or whatever he's carrying around with him. It's really weird, and there's not really a kind of explanation of what we're actually seeing and what's going on. Uh, we, But, yeah, we see some of the people that have died earlier in the movie, like uh, the weird old lady that gave his, his mom advice of how to bring him back. Uh, to life, she's in hell, and yeah, the other people that we've already seen him kill as he in his uh, you know hunting expedition. Yeah, it's it's really weird. I don't know. It doesn't really make any sense. I I thought this whole scene was really confusing because it, it comes up later on, fucking like loud, like a it sounds like a sports convention, just a lot of like screams and shit while yeah. we're fixed on his face, and then it cuts to like him giant in hell, we assume, and just like that's, yeah, it's what it looks like eating up souls. It's con- confusing because like I wonder if it's is he actually in hell is that his soul is this or, a dream he's having or is it his body taking over the brain of the new kid the new brain in his head yeah we really don't know that was an observation that I made is it's like when we see this guy in hell there's a couple scenes two or three scenes where we see him in hell doing his thing it's like at that same point in the movie Dio that we still see alive on earth does doesn't look this like that. It still he still looks like the kid. So it's like I, that was sort of my an interpretation that I had of this movie was uh, that this boy from hell that we see, the version of Dio that we see, who is clearly an adult midget, is like another spirit altogether that through this weird resurrection plot is able to take over the body of Dio. But that's not really that's that's not actually Dio. That these are two separate entities or like a possession idea. Does, does the spirit have to be with the same body? Like, is the spirit stored in the brain? And then it has know. to, like, match up with the body, so it just found the body? Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I gotta piss. Alright. Wanna pause it? Sure. And smoke break? Yeah. Alright. Uh, well, welcome back. I don't know what the fuck happened. We took a nap. So 12 hours later. A little bit worse for wear. <laughs> yeah. This is Boy from L2 Electric Boogaloo. The conclusion cast. Yeah, we're gonna welcome. find out what happens to the boy from hell. Previously on the boy from hell. <laughs> So he, he kind of just like, it cuts from like his face and like the weird dreams or whatever is going on with the giant muscular man as Io guy, I don't know. Cuts to him just eating a little girl. He's out killing people again. He's yeah, he busts out that cage again. Again, we need WD-40 on this and we need a, <laughs> a new padlock because this shit ain't yeah. working. We, Jesus, his mom is asleep on the job again. Like, that's that's down, the though. recurring shot of just like, oh, cage door open Miss Emma passed out probably drunk like we were god damn it that's and what happened to us that's what happens man you gotta let these things just kinda happen she finds him eating a living dead girl he like scoops him up like dude we gotta go back home what are yeah. you doing how can you do that <laughs> We get we get that cool shot when the green screen actually looks kind of cool when they're walking away. It doesn't look like they're walking. It looks like they're just gliding. Yeah, it looks like it was done with kind of a treadmill effect. Yeah. It might have actually been real sky. I couldn't really tell if it was green screen. Maybe just because it was dark. But it was it was a cool effect. It's, I think it's probably the one of the artistic high points of this movie. I, <laughs> I, I, I liked it. Then we cut to her putting on like makeup, like a 
crazy person just frantically like smushing yeah it's it's almost kind of like geisha shit she her face is totally white other than putting on very bright red lipstick find out that it's a wonderful son's birthday party or poor little dio fights a bunch of unsuspecting kids this weird shot where there's picks them up well there's this weird shot of the map painting of you know they're you know they live in a castle they just reiterate they live live in a castle in a castle i didn't know they paid doctors that well in japan yeah this was the the skull again in the sky and yeah the to the right in the sky in the painting we have a a skull in the uh hideshi hino manga style and this is when i noticed the cigarette flame again when she lights the candles which the longest fucking birthday candles i've ever seen on this cake (laughs) uh lights it up and they sing happy birthday in english but well we gotta talk about what what dio looked like he was he was strapped in Hannibal Lecter style <laughs> his you know his face was covered he was in this weird apparatus so he couldn't move or you know bite kill any of these kids mm-hmm. yeah his arms were strung up by chains from the ceiling yeah yeah he was locked down you know they, they're gonna keep a tighter leash on this boy yeah they gotta get that hoe on a leash he's fucking going nuts this um, guy so it is like his birthday party I assume oh yeah that's right they sing happy birthday and Duh. she's just again trying to just force this normal life and it's weird because like they, she also she even prepares all this food that looks really good she's got like a fat spread <laughs> fat and spread hello. for the boys with yeah <laughs> yeah it looked delicious I wouldn't mind being there but like nobody was gonna actually eat it because turns the lights out in the room and just kills Blows all the these candles, kids slaughters some like cattle side, yeah shing uh, yeah well yeah that's right it was I think it was the cabana boy that killed him wasn't it yeah, yeah. it comes in with this weird little like mini site which I wonder is he getting paid well for this or does I, he really want to do all this I don't stuff? think he does I think he's getting probably made some bank he's getting some dank, dank, in, dank the in the bank, bank. probably that some is a valid email okay uh, <laughs> probably at least tweet at us at dank in the bank dot <laughs> org or whatever hashtag dot edu you feel is appropriate so they kill these boys hashtag and these nuts. we see her cutting them up we hear various tool sounds blood splatter on a light bulb that's hanging there because it's you know classic horror shit she asks the cabana boy for the chain saw in exchange because yeah. this what what was she using like a kitchen knife she was using i don't know some kind of saws and she's sort of whimpering i wrote whimpering like a beaten dog as she's cutting these seven or eight children apart is that her crime yeah it makes sense these kids the are already are dead. dead i was like those kids are still no, alive it's, it's her i mean she's she's, she's doing this for her son her lovely son yeah and it's just, she's not enjoying it we could least that much for her, but I, I just at this point in the movie i'm like this woman is a selfish bitch that's when she this is when the turning point when she just turns she just breaks as a human being and she just does anything to keep the dream alive. Her shitty, ugly son. Just let him go back to hell. That's all he wants. Yeah, he's the boy. We'll find out his true feelings later on. Indeed. Fucking A. But yeah, so, you know, she's feeding him, and again, dude, she falls asleep. <laughs> she falls yeah. asleep next to the cage, cage door open, like, come on. How many times are you gonna let this happen before you get a master lock or something? Yeah, but yeah, we have some, we've another scene of some pretty cool map paintings of, you know, like, the city skyline in the background as he's running off. Yeah, cool, cool kick-ass music right yeah, now. Yeah, funky. This is when it's great. Yeah, this, yeah, talk about, talk about Dank in the Bank. This is Dank in the Bank. Yeah, I think that was the name of the band, right who, and the song and, and, the, and the album, album yeah. yeah everything and the tour the tour Dank in the, the Dank Dank of the Bank tour Dank in the Bank tour 04 talk about a score oh shit <laughs> god damn it <laughs> 
great music, and he you know chases many people this time. Yeah, like he's chasing. Get a he's montage. Chasing everybody. He's one of the. He attacks a dog that is clearly a stuffed, stuffed animal, animal with dog, some yeah. grape jelly. I mean, it's strawberry jam spread across it. <laughs> I mean, he loves it with a name like Schmuckers. It's got to be a good dog. You know, it's got to. And again, I mean, this is another another thing that's like my suspension of disbelief, as Ed Wood might say, being questioned. <laughs> He, it's, it's one thing for like a scene one at a time where he can outrun one person. Maybe he got the jump on him. I don't know. But this this time he kills like four people and a stuffed animal. Well, now he's so powerful. He's just like, he's got that you super... You think he's like amped up? He's been jacking out in hell. You saw him earlier. Some he was all, that he's doing staff. some prison squats and push-ups and shit. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's jacked, dude. He's This guy has the mm-hmm. biggest thighs like I've ever seen. Oh my god, he could crush a man's skull with his thighs. Oh, easily. Just thunder thighs, supreme. Yeah, just like a grapefruit. Squeeze them out. Buff them out, make some juice, fresh juice. So he's, dude, he's juicing the whole town up right he's now. He's on the juice, I think. He's fucking sharked and tossed around. Yeah, the juice is loose, okay? <laughs> the juice is busted loose, man. He breaks down, man. He, he just well, starts he has weeping. This, he has, like a, a he has a, well, I mean, he has a reason. I mean, we see him. He's just oh. hurtling around. Just, just boom, bam, slam. Ka- kablam. Wham, ham, thank you for your stomach, ma'am. Exacto mundo. And he goes flying like 14 feet off the ground right into a mirror, and then he goes splats back down on the ground. Yeah, he and just. And he sees for the first time, I guess, his own reflection. He starts freaking out, crying, because yeah. he doesn't even realize, I guess, what he, how he horrible he fucking looked for this Falls to whole the ground movie. in the fetal position, just vomiting. <sighs> he starts throwing up Did a little he? bit. I, yeah, that, I think. I mean, not really, I mean, but he might have. Fuck it. <laughs> barfed in his mouth, I believe. He probably did. I mean, I don't know. The detective catches up with him this time. What a coincidence. Sees him, and he's like, oh my god. So ugly, he cries him. at himself. <laughs> Sounds like a siren when he cries. It's like, Aah. Yeah, this, that was, uh, I was going to say at some point in this review. Yeah, it makes some of the worst, most annoying crying noises and stuff. Like, it's it's a chore. Yep, it's really, it's, it's rough. really bad. Well, we see some shiny shoes coming over and a oh, yeah, it's shot. Kind of a kind kind of cool of shot, shot that follows the uh, follows the shoes of Detective Big Nose. Nice and shiny. Yeah, and then uh, cool. Dio's like, oh shit, you know, someone's caught me. Like, just gotta kill this dude. Holy shit. And then he uh, just dives at him, dives at the detective. Shots are fired, dude. Yep. Detective gets bitten on the shoulder or some shit. Dio gets capped, but he's not, you know, he's hurt, but he's not dead, so he runs away. Mm-hmm. Goes back uh, Goes back home. Mother gets him, I believe, right? Brings yeah. him back home, tries to, like, do some operation, get those bullets out. And she wants to try, I don't know why she thinks this will work. Maybe because they used an Abby normal brain the first time. But they want to, yeah, she wants to try yet another brain transplant. Like, that's really going to fix everything. It's like I thought mm-hmm. for a while now, like, this woman's a really shitty doctor. doesn't really know what the fuck she's doing. She's fucking it up big time. I don't know why she, she got, got her, how she got to be so successful. She got it out of a Cracker Jack box, man. Maybe it's where she got that fucking degree. Fucking, fucking professor bullshit. Just handed it to her. Whack. She's telling Cabana Boy, just one more operation, dude. Just one more, and it should fix everything. I think I know what I did wrong. And this, he's like, no. Out. He says no, and he begs for her for forgiveness. Like, he just bows before her and is like, I'm yeah. sorry, I hope you forgive me, but I cannot do this anymore. I'm not participating in this horrible charade any longer. The detective walks in, man. Yeah, I think, well, that's the thing. I It, it seems like they were trying to infer that, that the Cabana Boy ratted her out. Mm. He knew that, oh yeah, by the way, this cop is here and he's been listening the whole time. So I think he, her servant guy, told probably told on her. 
They don't say that explicitly. At some point in this whole thing, Dio turns back to the original boy, the yeah. boy from the beginning, asking for death. He wants, wants a little assisted suicide, actually. Yeah, he's fucking had enough. He's checked out. He's, he's like, Mom, gone. you're crazy. Just fucking kill me. He's like, I'm just killing people. Bitch. Everybody's hurting. Dude, I gotta go. I feel like these, even if these wounds are not gonna heal, Mom. These wounds, they will not you heal. You gotta accept He's it. crawling in his skin. Yeah. So you have the, the, you know, the cop is, you know, I don't know. She's like, oh, let me keep crying. Oh, doesn't she, like, pick up some acid and tries to, like, take out the detective? Well, that's the thing is, yeah, the detective wants to arrest them both. Yeah, she picks up some acid. She tries to throw it on the, the detective. Hits, hits her servant guy instead. And his, his face gets all half melted. Yeah, it looks like a Freddy Krueger or some shit. Like, it's a, that's a pretty yeah, good effect, like too. Like, Two-Face. the makeup, yeah. The two, the, yeah, the makeup was pretty good. She fucking takes Dio, man. They fucking book it. They get the hell out of there. They well, she it. says, um, this marquee line here, what have I done that's so terrible? Like, she killed how All many right. kids? Stole how many brains? Yeah, why does everyone have to blame me? That was the thing. Yeah, yeah. two is, uh, it's too, too many brains to steal, I think. There's a lot of problems with this, and she is to blame, but she's just denying it somehow. Yeah, she won't be held responsible. Which, yeah, makes me think of, like, what the fuck happened to her past, man? Like, she was merely freshman. She, she was merely a freshman. And so they go through, like, a trap door, like Scooby-Doo, yeah. right? Don't they, uh, she, like, ducks Yeah, I mean, there's some heavy-handed symbolism. I mean, there's a picture of the Virgin Mary holding Jesus, and it flips around, and it's the Goya painting of Saturn uh, eating one of his sons. Uh, oh, Which looks cool. What does that say? No, I, yeah, really, cool. I really like that painting. And the whole thing was cool. Like he Goya eventually fan. is able to bust in to the trap door. Yeah. Oh, no, mommy. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, so there was a weird thing, yeah, like we mentioned earlier, but just to, like, clarify. Yeah, like, we see, and we don't know if it's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that we don't know, like, how literal it is, or if it's really happening in the scene, or if it's just, like, what the character is imagining, but, like, yeah, so his face goes back to normal for a minute, says, please kill me, and then, yeah, we're going, he's back to a big, stumpy, big, stumpy die away. Goes back to that, and the chase leads into hell, I guess. The hell that we saw earlier, yeah. which could have been in Dio's mind. But, yeah, she's, like, carrying him away. Uh, eventually, Dio even kills her, or at least me, yeah, and the, he bites her, he bites her fucking throat out. Yeah, like, he, he's turned on her, even. Yeah. He's an un uncontrollable beast. By the way, we forgot to mention the sketch, the police sketch, of, like, oh, half man, yeah. half, like, goat beast thing. that's earlier, just to, not, to, not to backtrack, yeah, but, like, before the party that we see this news report of, of like, a police sketch of what, like, this, this thing that's been going around killing people looks like, and yeah, like, looks more like a goat boy. It was pretty funny looking, mm -hmm. and it's another, I think it's another piece of, uh, Hideshi Hino's artwork that was incorporated into the end of the movie. Which is cool. Yeah, I like the, that, that touch. So they somehow get into hell. The yeah, detective chases um, Dio through a tunnel. Just a regular tunnel, it looks like. Yeah, but yeah, I was going to say, this, at this point in the movie, it's reminding me a little bit of a movie, a movie I like to call why the fuck do I keep doing that? Babadook, which uh, oh, yeah. is a really good, if you people out there in podcast land haven't seen it, really great Australian horror movie that came out last year, and the theme of that movie is there's another two-person family, just a mother and son, and that mother will not let go, I guess, of the memory of her dead husband, and it's kind of making her kid go crazy. Yeah, it's kind of picked up on. 
Yeah, that was like a touch of that too. Which I think that movie is better. Than Bo- this oh movie. yeah, Babadook, by the way, way better than this movie. That's a, a really, really good movie. Not to Very say I don't like this movie. This is movie. yeah, this is not. Yeah. They're not really on the same uh, same level. Yeah, but yeah. So we got a shot of Townsville. You know, that's another matte painting that looked like Townsville from the Powerpuff Girls. I thought. Huh. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. He left his mother after he bit her to just like kind of bleed on the street. Well, yeah. The last thing is the point was to kill her. And so, then yeah, the cop finds her so yeah dead. find a red light tunnel to hell man yep detective follows badass terminator music you know yeah there was some, some pretty that. cool music in this part it looked like a video game side scroller i have to say it was obvious that he was not in that tunnel it was just a really narrow side on view of like a tunnel and then like the most of the screen the top and the bottom of it was was black yeah we see him going perpendicular into the tunnel yeah, walking right to left. It looks like a yeah. The way the effect is done, it just looks like it came straight out of a video game. Gets into hell, literally. Yeah. Somehow well, it's another thing hell. that's like you can't really tell how literal it is though, or if it's just what this cop is seeing in his mind. But yeah, we we are treated to big ass, <laughs> big ass midget Dio again kicking ass in hell. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean we see more of the characters in the movie now. Like we see that he's like the the manservant guy and his mother are also in hell. They're all wearing like Flintstones type clothing. The the most interesting thing was I'm I'm chance I'm reading this wrong, but I'm pretty sure one of the people you see in hell is the original Dio. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that's in there. So that's like that's another thing that that, yeah makes me think that it's two versions of Dio. Like they're not the it wasn't like that the same kid just became deformed it was like really he got taken over by another spirit maybe just summoned another spirit by accident and she that old woman really didn't know what she was doing she really shouldn't have been offering that advice well I mean she was some kind of a weird witch doctor so yeah. I guess you know like you can't really sue those people for malpractice they can pretty much do whatever they want yeah I guess you're right um, <laughs> but I, well she did she cautioned that no you, you waited too long yep. to resurrect this kid which I think she probably knew what might happen that this kind of thing might happen yeah she had some knowledge of that and yeah bit him on the freaking ass got him got him did done it got some bloody tears on dio's face or giant jacked midget die giant oh yeah he's crying tears like, of blood just oh oh my god I'm gonna, such, know, it's killing such great himself or something. it's crazy the detective blows his head off man yeah, he just kills him. Shoots him right in the right he in the face. He aces this guy. His head just comes clean off it again. Did? I don't think it did. It should have. It really should have. But <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was kind great. of a, a creepy thing. But after he shoots him in the head, we cut to yeah. Um, so they're in the tunnel, but the all the hell stuff is gone. Yeah, and it's just a normal tunnel, and yeah. he's standing over normal Dio. He's yeah, the like regular boy from the beginning. Like he's now he's, at least his corpse is like the original kid Dio. So we don't know that that's that shit really isn't explained but yeah it was sort of it seems like a kind of a mercy killing kind of a thing to me is why he shot this well he said now you can die in peace and then walks away really dramatic the house is aflame that's why yeah they cut home. to yeah they cut to the, the their castle their multi-story castle it's now people. a towering inferno we don't know who burned the castle down or why what's going on maybe it was the detective and they didn't show us that on screen and yeah fuck that's credits. it that's it so were you creeped out we hope so <laughs> we got under it's your a skin. spooky movie. So that was The Boy From... I kind of liked it in, in the end. I don't know. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty simple, campy morality play. Yeah. Basically of a movie, but I... I it could have been longer. appealed to me. It was... Yeah, it was short. It, I think they... It, it was like an hour and a half and they might have been able to explain it. Could have, it could have benefited from another... 
you know, 30 minutes of runtime, but yeah. probably based off a pretty short story. Yeah. I guess we don't really know. It was cool. It's funny watching it around Christmas time in December. It's actually a very refreshing break from a lot <laughs> of just the annoying music that I'm forced to chug at work. That's true. And really every business that I, that I go inside of this time of year, playing wall-to-wall Christmas music, yeah, this it's is just a, kind of a nice uh, refreshing ball, thing. Man. Balls to the wall. Jeez. Going at it hard this time of the year. they got to... Just humping, dry that? humping the wallet. Just, guy, relax, people. All right, but it was nice. And I'm going to say, around Halloween time, trying to get trying to get into the right mood. Yeah, pop this one in, man, if you can find it somewhere, somehow. That is possible. Well, I mean, we found it. There's got to be more copies out there. That's true. But yeah. Check them down. Check it out. I don't know. Hopefully it won't be as expensive for you. Do you want to rate it or anything? Yeah, I guess. What would you give this movie for rating? I'd probably give it a, probably like a three, three out of five, maybe. That was what I originally gave it. I, after watching it like two more times, basically, for this show, I bumped it up to a 3.5. So yeah, pretty good movie. I, I would, uh, guess I would recommend it. And that's the thing is, even if you don't like it, I mean, you're not losing much. It's less than an hour. So, uh, yeah, not, not a lot of risk there, I suppose. Yeah, there's some merit to it, I think. I mean, I don't know how hard you have to look at it. But yeah, it's uh, good. It's entertaining. The story is actually better than I remembered it initially. Getting drunk, I just forgot all about it. I just complete, like, it was like watching it for the first time again. And I, the only thing I remember is just being very disappointed with the effects. I expected it to be way more insane with the gore and stuff. But yeah. I was, yeah, surprised that the story was actually pretty damn good, dude. Yeah, I mean, um, we, yeah, and we, we talked about the cover earlier that was really what sold us on it, and mm-hmm. we will try to, if we ever upload this thing, which if you're listening to it, I guess we have, yep. uh, we'll probably put a picture of it, a page or whatever, so you guys can check it out and see what, see what we saw that got us into see it. See if that entices you to watch this yeah. weird picture. But yeah, I don't know. So join us, join us again next week when whenever, when we will probably be reviewing a movie again. Might be One Magic Christmas, starring Harry Dean Stanton. That's that's one that's on our list, so keep an eye out for that. We're getting into the Christmas holiday season here. Bring you some good old-fashioned holiday depression, courtesy of, of Disney. I'm going to say it's the most... Was it Disney? Yeah. Hmm. Holy... Well, okay. <laughs> that throws me off a little. I didn't know that was Disney. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. It's accurate. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, like, some of the situations are out there, but the feeling is pretty accurate. Christmas. It's a kind of a. It's kind of a hard time, really, for a lot of people. But it's not to get too deep into this movie, I guess. Yeah. But I'd say it, it takes the <coughs> the negatives of the, of Christmas and maybe exaggerates them. Yeah. Maybe, you know, people do get get shot in this fucking movie and die. It's got a uh, Harry Dean Stanton in it. Yeah. As a angel. Yeah. As, no, he was an angel. He kept. He stopped that hockey puck from hitting that stupid girl in the face. You know what they could have had in that movie? What's that? They could have had the angel from, they had Chris Walken from that movie Prophecy. <laughs> Fucking coming for the bad kids or something. Harry Dean Sands. Yeah, they could like, have had, uh, be good or whatever. John Travolta from that movie Michael. Or remember, hey guys, dude. remember Michael? I remember Michael? I'm talking, dude, we, we gotta make just an all-angel movie. Call it All Angels. Yeah. Angel All-Stars. All Angels in Flight. <laughs> Angels Revenge. Uh, Mystery Science Theater. Yep, buckle your seatbelts, everybody. That was great, wasn't it? <laughs> if anybody has ever seen it or had any contact or know anything about this series, films, or the mangas, yeah. write in. If, yeah, if, if anybody out there knows Jack Dick about this movie, because it seems like <laughs> almost no one does, I'd really be inter- we'd really be interested to hear, yeah. hear your thoughts. We'd um, also like to know how to find the other ones. And yeah, the other five. Do you guys have the other five? Where do you get them? Yeah. 
like to complete the whole series sometime. That that might be a future project for this show, with the whole hexalogy. So let us know. What do you think? All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. It's thank really fun for the audience. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. Bye. What? <laughs> okay. Huh? Oh, bye. Bye. Who, yeah. who said that? Oh, it was you. Oh. oh. Flames, blue flames, propaganda's crack your veins with silicone nudes and loose chains. Death tally down the alley, shape stalks. I'm looking for something sweet to open you up like a sugar cane. I dream of killing Satan's legacy, heaven sent. No, I was man made, I couldn't call myself a god. God, like triple nine disciples with a sharp knife, pussy bomb tight. Hussein in a palm pot, smoking feral dust with heath ledges, ghosts in a lime light. Digital switchblade, chronic in a trap jaw, dig graze with my dick car, demigod with a hacksaw. Blue flames. Blue flies. Blue flies. Blue flies. Blue flies. Bah. Shadows in the night, and I can't get no sleep. Blow up dolls on my flight, cause they fuck me for free. Don't want your money, just the sounds of hearing you bleed. From the double edged blade, why you play on your knees? Fuck your politics. Meet the apocalypse. Fuck your politics. And meet the apocalypse. Apocalypse!